This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Bombas Premium Socks. And you can go to getbombas.com slash laser time to get 20% off your first order. Let's call this the teaser for 2017. Hey. Hi. It feels weird. Uh, it feels weird. It feels like we're still not started with 2017 yet mm-hmm. uh, because we're just getting into things. But it's the third week of January. Hi, I'm Chris Antista. Who else do we have with us? Uh, I'm Dave Rudd. And if I had to write 2017 on any checks, I probably would still be writing 2016. Mm. But I don't write checks. Really? I cash checks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who else do we have here? I had to already write two checks for building inspections, <laughs> and I made sure to write 17. Uh-huh. And special guest, uh, star of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> or Michael Grimm. Welcome to the Internet's seventh leading pop culture podcast. Uh, this show has maybe a companion piece to our best of 2016. We want to talk about things we're looking forward to in 2017. This seems like all of them. Am I right? We're off such a great start. I wish they could all win awards. That was Justin Timberlake's impression of Jimmy Fallon. He did to his face. I thought it was admirable. Did you see? Uh, you know Lee Berger, the Vine guy. Yes. Yeah. He, oh yes. Oh boy. Yes, yes, yes I did. He dredged up that uh, gem. Yeah. Uh, Blackface should never be done, except for eight years ago when, when I was yeah. when SNL did it Fox. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Daryl Hammond did it too with Je- uh, Jesse Jackson oh, all yeah, the time. I remember that all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at, Elson? I think this Too is, early for that. I think this is a USB mouse. Uh, <laughs> I believe I believe it is. I put it in waiting. When is this going to recognize it as a drive? We're not. Uh, but uh, but I know 2017, not a lot of optimism going in, but there are some cool things to look forward to for the, those willing to distract themselves. Mm-hmm. Movies, television, books, games, music. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of our stuff. Um, I, I want to talk about, weirdly... I. I think it's hard for me. We're going to be doing favorite, most anticipated ebooks, most anticipated <laughs> books, most anticipated magazines. Political speeches. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Uh, no, it, more more light, light fare, movie stuff. And it's difficult for me. I don't know. Is this an old person thing where it feels like, fuck, there's too much. Even things I'm looking forward to, I'm like, can you... No, there's I hope never that gets more. delayed. Because yeah. I, 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 I can't deal with it. So I'm everything's most... a 17 episode miniseries, too. So <laughs> you need 4,000. Jesus Christ. Everything on Netflix is, for some reason, 13 episodes. That is something I'd like them to solve. Maybe you don't need 13 episodes. Maybe I'm already subscribed. Maybe I can't subscribe any harder. Maybe we don't need an episode in every superhero series where they lose their powers for two episodes. Yeah. Maybe you could cancel Homeland. I mean, those are all <laughs> options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, so, but it's easier for me to look forward to something happen immediately. And I've talked about this on every other fucking show, uh, I think, including the end of la- like a laser time you were on last time, Grim. But Train Spotting 2 mm. uh, comes out January 27th. And I just love this clip. I love the music. The trailer is amazing. You're an addict. So be addicted. Just be addicted to something else. Choose the ones you love. Choose your future. Choose life. I just get so transfixed on that trailer. I could do a thorough shot-by-shot breakdown. Because the first train spotting movie was so pivotal for me. Yeah, uh, and my friends, mm. and you guys didn't have that. I mean, you grew right? up in uh, Edinburgh in Scotland, <laughs> so I mean, no, yeah. I because I, we weren't. I you know we had some drug addict friends, but it was more of a sense of we're approaching adulthood, and there is no hope. We have no job prospects. 
maybe we'll go to college, but what for? So everybody's in That's this. That's so quaint. Huh? That's so quaint. I, but every but it, like you remember that that period of like being seventeen to nineteen, where everybody's in this weird period of like, what the fuck do we do now? Mm-hmm. And the and the only thing you can think of is like, how do we make how do we inter- how do we make our lives interesting on a day by day basis? Mm. And just you know, in this movie, it's it's about people who kind of revert to heroin because they have no so, outlook or prospects. Does this movie posit that anyone has been doing heroin for twenty straight years? No, it actually it actually says, uh, well, Mark Renton, uh, <laughs> Ewan McGregor's character, says he's off heroin, hasn't done it in forever. I don't know how what, you. There's I, like five guys in the first movie or something, right? There's five. five one dies. Okay. One woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you've seen it though, right? Nope. Really? None <laughs> of you have seen Train Spotting. What I could do yeah. is a shot by shot breakdown of the trailer. How there's references to the opening. You can see Mark Renton's bedroom where he goes through detox and he's dancing. Happily in it, it just it didn't. It, it made me realize it. This I was really wary when they announced it because it yeah. seems like one of those. Shameless... It seems like SLC Punk Two to me, which is just like oh my not god. Necessary. Well, but that's a, I've uh, never even seen the first one. Though, not so only I make that judgment. Not only like is this. all well, it's based on a book, and the author already wrote <laughs> right multiple sequels. Irvine Irvine Welsh, Welsh, yeah. uh, yeah. and, and I've read them, and but hmm. I think they're combining okay, okay. several of his tales that don't involve this. The, the characters of Train Spotting. I don't want to know much else. One of the else. less popular JRPGs, Tales of Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got it, it's got all the main cast on board, and, who and who are like all legitimate stars. They don't have to do this unless it seems like something fun. And they're even calling it T two Train Spotting, hmm. which <laughs> T2 tickles Genesis. me to no end. Uh, it's great. And, and but Danny Boyle came back, and Danny right. Boyle, I think, is even if you don't love every one of his movies, he's the most interesting director we have because he never picks like a similar project. Hmm. It's I'm going to do a fairy tale, a heroin tale. 127 hours, uh, a children's Happy. movie, Millions, a mm. uh, uh, Bollywood film, Slumdog Millionaire, and what, what was the last thing he did? I totally forgot. But it's his first sequel. He's never bothered to do a sequel. Yeah. Uh, even when he made 28 Days Later, he had now he wants a boat, and it's time to make a sequel. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. I just think he makes interesting choices, and if he was, if he's interested in doing this uh-huh. 20 years later, it's probably going to be pretty cool. I'd also say, given what I've heard about the Midwest the last couple of years, there's never been a better time for a heroin movie. Well, it, 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 that's a horrible joke made at the expense of thousands of people dying in the Midwest. But that was sort of the adorable thing about it. If somebody announced a Breakfast Club sequel yeah. without John Hughes, I'd be like, fuck off. But I would, I am curious to see what these characters are like 20 years later, like mm. how their lives have changed. How do you, how do you survive being an addict is usually an interesting story. Uh, I'll, I'll shut up about train spotting because I feel like I'm, mon- I'm monologuing now, but I'm so excited. It's January 27th, so this is like immediately after the show posts. Right. You might be able to go see this movie in your town. I hope so. It is it is great, and oh my God, did you not at least have the soundtrack, that oh, wonderfully yeah. horrible train spotting soundtrack? That's good. Yeah, and somebody else can go. Fine. <laughs> uh, Why? Well, how about this? I have it. I pulled it up so we could. Uh, I got one right here. Uh, train spotting too. Oh, that's, here, here's when we're all uh, on board. Train for. s potting. Uh, <laughs> the wizarding world of train s potting. <laughs> train spotting. Let's not do that. Hmm. Um, Rick and Morty season three. Yeah. It was. Uh, I, if you were, dude, fucking one of the biggest SEO clickbaity things apparently is Rick and Morty season three because yeah. like people yeah. are tripping over themselves to report on nothing because mm-hmm. they kind of alluded to Rick and Morty coming back in December of last year and just, yeah, didn't. And just yeah. didn't. And I saw Adult Swim on a recent Sunday. They just they tentatively said 2017, whereas I mean, like people are speculating it's going to drop in January. We're and coming even, up on that deadline that Mr. Poopy Butthole said <laughs> in the end of a... Maybe season. two years. A year and a half, 16 months. Because I'll definitely put this in, this in Venture Brothers are my favorite shows, period. Mm-hmm. And they tend to take really long gaps in between yeah. seasons. But, uh, but unlike... I don't rewatch a lot of stuff, but I just turn yeah. on Adult Swim and I'll watch. I'll rewatch one to two Rick and Morty's every Sunday. They're just that great. I, if, we've all seen Rick, Rick and Morty, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it just 
but just this clip, this was great because this was from, God, what a weird world we live in. At Comic-Con, they released like an animatic of dialogue between Rick and Morty where they're playing, they're doing a transcript of an actual Georgia court case. Right. And it's 10 minutes. That leaked online, so Adult Swim was like, well, everybody's seen this. We might as well leak the official animatic. Right. So they put it out there with no Comic-Con shaky cam footage. And then somebody, huh. I've never heard of this happening, went to the trouble of animating it. Wow. Somebody made it look was, like a real Rick and Morty clip. I was going to say, because you can clearly see the brain slug and uh, the uh, wet nurse, I yeah, believe. Yeah, there's from someone Futurama from Futurama in the, back in the background. Yeah, 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 so, like, yeah. so a fan, went, and it looks totally legit. It looks identical. And yeah. it's like, it's 11 minutes long, and it I think it's, it's probably made more hilarious when you know this is a transcript of an actual court case, but I don't know when this is going to appear in the episode, because an Adult Swim episode of Rick and Morty is 22 minutes, and this is 11. Yeah. So meaning they showed us half the episode. Legal representation. You know something? I'll be honest, Mr. Allen. I really don't believe that. Well, I'm not. I'm not concerned if you believe it or not. I. You. But no, I'm, I'm I, supposed to. I'm supposed to have a right to an attorney, that, and I'm not gonna work with this attorney. Well, that's up to you. So I hold myself in contempt if you try to pull me up here to court with that attorney. That. That's fine. I mean, that's up to you. Uh, you. I, I told you what your choices are. You can go to trial. I'm, I'm just telling you. L listen well, to me. I'll hold myself into contempt. Listen to me. F you. Listen to me. Go f yourself. I'm through here. Y'all done? Uh, I'm 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 finding I'm finding you in contempt of court. I don't care. I, I know you don't. And I sentence you to 20 days for that. And and if you say anything else, I'm gonna add 20 days for everything you say. F you. 40 days. F you again. 60. Go f yourself. A year. Your mama. 10 years. Suck my. Do something. This is gonna be an interesting trial. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're not you're not supposed to smile in court. You know that if you smile. I can smile anytime I want. It's a violation. Now you're cussing and yelling. I at have me. not cussed. Yeah, you did. I am yelling. Well, go f yourself. Suck my d That's why I'm yelling. Suck my d You know something? You are absolutely the rudest person I think I've you ever met. You reckon if I let you suck my d that I could get a fair trial here? Oh, I don't think so. I got a big d now. And, and if I pull it out... I don't think that's going to get you a fair trial unless you have every one of the jurors do it. I don't think that mouth is big enough, sir. I've got a big old donkey d you know, I'm sure mine's. I'm sure mine's not. I've got a big old donkey for that ass. Good. I'm sure the women love it. I don't f girls. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. I f boys. Oh, I'm sorry. You prefer men. I f boys. You prefer men, right? I f white, white boys. You oh, oh, white or black? White boys. Oh, butt boys with big butts. Oh, of course. You know, you look like a queer. Well, okay. So now you again a real transcript from a court case in Georgia from two years ago. And yeah. that, if that transcript leaked online and everybody was. If you could get through all of it, like, this is yeah. insane. Yeah. Because even the judge, like, does that guy still have a job? Yeah. So we're going to do the follow-up <laughs> on, like, what happened to Rick Allen and that judge? Mm. Like, what do they do? Where are they, they now? now? Yeah. Some I, I say they're love. still arguing. Someone's in jail. <laughs> I'll guarantee that. Oh, yeah. they've, been given a, they've been given a pilot deal on NBC. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Like, I, every time you feel down about the world, I feel down about the world. Rick and Morty exists. Rick and Morty is just, for me, just this, this shining light of beauty. I love it. I love Rick and Morty. Um, I, I'm it's not popular alone. now, so I can't like it anymore. You were, you were, I think you were the first person to show it. I know, to and that's me. why I can't like it anymore. <laughs> you got, a, the you got of that Dan Harmon retweet. Asshole hipster. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, just because it's the second it shows up in Hot Topic merchandise, you can't, you can't have it. That's a pretty good litmus test, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's also unfair because it's either that or Spencer's gifts are all the only things that celebrate the things I like. It's also one of those things where I'm, you know, I'm training myself to get better at separating the art from the artist. Mm. And, uh, not Dan Harmon, but uh, oh, you don't like Royland? Eh, he's a good dude. He's been on the show. Yeah, 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 good for him. <laughs> for three whole minutes. He, he just has no filter <laughs> whatsoever. That's um, true. That's true. For three that's, whole what makes the, that's what makes the vamping great, I think. Yeah. And that, that clip in general, I, I'm more astonished by it because it sounds 
improvised. But remember, this is one guy yeah. who did, had to do separate takes, talking over himself yeah. and also reading a transcript. Dude's so just, a talent for good sure. Job. Yeah. Good job. What else is? What else are people looking forward to? Uh, well, also this year in May. Ooh. Red has a doc here that zoomed out so far that the font looks like it's in two point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got good eyes. What, what do you want from me? Um. Uh, Coming out in May 2017 is uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, hold on for that for the second sure. for a second, but uh, Star Trek Discovery, unfortunately abbreviated as STD. Um, <laughs> I really should have thought of that. Uh, uh, ST colon D. Jesus. No, no, no. It's just STD. It's not Star Trek. White colon white boys with big big butts. <laughs> big butts. Um, but what, what's interesting is, I mean, it's going to debut on CBS and then allegedly is going to become exclusive to their all access app. My ass. Which seems... I don't buy that. <laughs> I think when they see the ratings of this show, they'll go, oh, right, people want to hmm. watch Star Trek, and we have garbage to put on TV. Well, we C have a show C that could fill an hour every week. It should just go on TV. But CBS is the only network that's kind of doing okay <laughs> by sticking sure. to their roots and right. old, old viewers. But... Hey, I will say Again. I'm looking forward to the new season of Survivor. They're bringing back old players, <laughs> wow. which makes it more exciting because they have hatch? rivalries. But <laughs> no, he's in. They're not going to spend. Like I don't believe you'll spend all this money, mm -hmm. make all these sets, hire all these people, and then have a show go live on an app that I'm not going to get. Mm. Uh, that's and that's I'm not going to do that. That's my thing. And they, it will end up on TV. Hulu, I know it will. Hulu is a joint venture from NBC, sure. Fox, and ABC to like try and get us to watch their programming yeah. again. And mm -hmm. CBS refused. Yeah. And now it's time that like, well, maybe we should start future proofing our content and make an app. And they make it they make an app all access, all CBS shows, and you, me, Graham, Dave, who cares? We don't like any of your shows. Two Broke Curls, Big yeah. Bang Theory, we don't watch those. Molly and Mike, my fave. Mike and Molly, a show that's been going on for almost a decade that I've never yeah. seen an episode it's like, it's until like, I'm trapped at the beach with one is channel. Melissa McCarthy yeah, yeah. still doing this the TV show. Like I I would want to watch this and like I'm vaguely interested in Supergirl, but I haven't watched it yet. It moved to CW. Not, I'm not going to start in May. <laughs> it moved away from that network because oh, yeah, it can't even, survive yeah, there. So it seems cruel to but. ask you, me, to subscribe to an all-access app for content I do not care about. Yeah, uh, in order to get... there was some way to enjoy your content piecemeal without paying anything at all. How's yeah. that? Are you recommending BitTurn on this program? <gasps> We're going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, uh, they, I mean, it's just like, again, it's a, it's a network, and, and 60 minutes of airtime to fill mm -hmm. is precious. Mm -hmm. And you have a show of this stature, and you're yeah. not going to, like, no. Because maybe it, it debuts on the web or something, but it's going to be on the network. Like, it's, it's, I, I can't imagine you're going to go to all this trouble and not have it be I th yeah, unless, where people can watch it. Unless it's a cruel measure to try and get us into the CBS brand, which sure. I don't think Star Trek is enough to have me subscribe to one networks. Yeah. Is there anyone I would recognize on this? Like, so doing it or acting? So they've well, uh, the, did you see Hannibal? Yes, the show was initially spearheaded by Brian Fuller, who okay. I think is great. He's yeah. a, he's a but he just yeah. left the show. Well, hang on, I, oh, sorry. I, I can go into all this. It's uh, the main character will be the first officer instead of a captain, which huh. is the first time that's ever happened. Um, so the the main character it's Sonequa Martin. First officer's log. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, first officer's blog. Uh, Martin Green, who was Sasha in The Walking Dead. Be sure to like, okay. comment, and subscribe. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, she used the main character of the show. Um, mm. And then the captain is Michelle Yeo, who you oh, yeah. know from many martial arts movies. Oh. What uh, Shinsuke Nakamura says when he does his talk. Yo! Yeah, that's true. Uh, she's the captain, and uh, it's, and it's purposely like making a, a dynamic on the show where the captain will be slightly less 
attainable, mm -hmm. where like the captain will feel very like much like oh. a captain, uh, and the first officer who has to actually <laughs> run the ship. They're doing that TV show thing where everyone's like a notch down from the superhero you want to see. So yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> so that the captain, <laughs> the captain can seem uh, extra cool. But Nicholas Myers, a consulting producer, you should know that because he directed The Wrath of Khan. That's he crazy. wrote The Voyage Home. Oh wow. Um, mm -hmm. What else happened? Brian Fuller, yeah, who worked on numerous shows beforehand as a showrunner and, and all that. All of them like, pretty great. All, all of them pretty uh, great. Like pushing like daisies, uh, Heroes Wonderful. before he left. Yeah. Interesting. And and Hannibal, again, I hate 60% of the things Hannibal Lecter. Sure. Silence of the Lambs is the only good thing. You don't stand for what he stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I stand behind well, his actions. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, would but I hate Red Dragon. I hate... not Manhunt. Manhunter's fine. But uh, all those prequels, awful. And when... He, that show is amazing if you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best shows of the last 10 it's, years. Yeah, and it's all, it's all done and wrapped up. So Mad, I, Mad Mickey? Huh? Yep. Yeah, Mad yeah, Mickey. Mads Mickelson. Um, huh. One of my faves. Yeah, he's becoming Instrumental more more in the destruction of the Death Star. Main yeah. Crush Tuesday, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Fuller mm -hmm. kind of came on established like Trek is very good about having this like Bible like mm -hmm. th here's a here's the tone that we this is the backbone of the show and mm -hmm. Next Generation had that um, and like these are the rules you kind of got to follow. Like Roddenberry was part of that. Uh, David Gerald was a big part of it. He mm -hmm. had written a ton of sci-fi books. Wrote Dark Can I suggest you use the word wiki instead of Bible? Uh -huh. <laughs> no. Powered by fandom. Yeah. Powered, Powered by, by Bi shit. Powered by Bibles. Um, but he kind of came up with whatever the first season arc is going to be. But he did have to step back from being the showrunner or like you know the day-to-day -day manager of it. But he did have this clip just, uh, that's just kind of like what the show... And, and this is almost verbatim shit I've said because sure. it's what everybody says about Star Trek. But this is him... Kind of saying why it's important to have the show now. For a better world, because we we need it in the world that we're living right now. And we need curiosity, and we need exploration, and we need to find better versions of ourselves, and we need to discover better versions of ourselves. Yes. It's a bummer that that guy's coat is made out of wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, not it's not was, a great clip. That so, was the conclusion we came in when we had a podcast alone together, <laughs> that conservatives need their Star Trek, because if all you can do is reflexively look back on idealistic past and not have an idealistic future, you're not going to be able to run society very well. You need to have something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. a, ver a, a better version of you. Mm -hmm. and A better version of us. And that's what Star Trek... I, I, I like that's what Star Trek is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I like how it just sort of portrays the better us without me having to do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Well, well, you, can, well you have mean, a big giant world war. Well, yeah, Star Trek <laughs> is very clear about how we get there. And it does involve a third world war in the early 21st century. So <laughs> we, are, we are on track. All right, good, good. <laughs> Who can make it to, tw to 2100? If you can... I won't, but maybe kids born right now. The Federation was started by people wearing safety pins and posting on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, tweets are going to save the world. It's but, true. The Federation but, was started by a Twitter campaign. Yeah, it was great. But what's great is that. Um, well, what's unfortunate, it's not mm. great, is that as of when we're recording, mm. there's still no real trailer for the show. Yeah. There's like That's a funny. teaser trailer. They've cast people, but there's no like big to do you don't, yet so and even this clip is months old and it's boring it's Brian yeah. Fuller going um <laughs> and it's like dude I could have given that exact interview yeah. it's important because of these reasons like I know like, right, do you not see any red flags in the production I, he, no I'm, if anything I'm glad that they're taking their time because okay. I'm sure they, they were like I mean, January, he, January, yeah. January 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 it's like 
I don't care. <laughs> Put it out when it's done and when yeah. it's ready. But like, it's a little alarming that there's no Beastie Boys in that trailer at yeah. all. Oh yeah, I know. What the hell? Butts. Or that um, chick with the white makeup from the last movie. Did, yeah. did you guys include Beyond in the wor- worst of episodes? Did we not? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. I mean, again, it wasn't the worst thing. It wasn't the worst, but it's like of the six movies I watched. Yeah, that's sort of the thing. And you guys came to the conclusion, which I realized later, is I probably saw all the best movies last year. Yeah, you did. Totally did. You saw like Moonlight and La La Land and just like. I have no barometer for how good these are. Yeah, because my <laughs> other movie I saw, I saw was Doctor Strange and Star Trek. <laughs> uh, and they both seemed real bad compared to that. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway. Uh. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to Star I, I want it to be good. I'm mm-hmm. rooting for it. It is weird that it's going to go to an app. Mm-hmm. But again, if CBS puts its money and time behind it, and a lot of, again, Nicholas Meyer, Michelle Yeoh, Brian Fuller, like I feel like these are good names, yeah. and I want it to do well. I want a new Star Trek on TV really bad. But it needs to be... On TV and the app, like do both. But the idea that it's not going to be broadcast on TV, like that's not a good sign, and it's, it's not a good plan in a, in at a, all. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! <laughs> Thank you for listening, good people. Are you warm enough? How are your feet? Ooh, this episode is brought to you by Bombas, baby. Bombas, a sock that has been carefully crafted to improve on years of sock complacency. The Bombas people spent two years in research and dev in order to give you a better sock at a better price. Who wants to think about getting socks? I know mine are covered with holes and I have to throw them out on too regular a basis. But the Bomba socks have advanced blister protection for your heels and a technology for helping stocks stay up so you can avoid those creepy run and simpy sock guard. Even better for every pair you buy, one pair is donated to the homeless. And that's a good thing because socks are the most requested items at homeless shelters nowadays. Bombas offers you a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee and should you have any problem, Bombas will send you new socks or provide you with a full refund. Hey, maybe you'd like to get started right now and get 20% off your first order, and you can do that by going to getbombas.com slash lasertime. Once again, that's getbombas.com slash lasertime to get 20% off your first order. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. It was awful. Nice. Just reading about like the 1%, like they'll save potentially 33 grand a year mm-hmm. with these tax cuts. And like, if you're in the upper 1%, mm-hmm. you can't give 33 grand a year yeah. to make everybody like, have health care? I won't make 33 Go grand. Go fuck yourself. Year. God damn it. You spend more than that on caviar. <laughs> <laughs> more so now than. Maybe ever, like transparently, like because a lot of those people would at least try to hide how much money they were siphoning from yeah. people, and now it's like, well, you can really f- dig it up. That's easy. why we're gonna have an <laughs> offshore podcast very soon, coming yeah. at you from a fucking oil rig from in the Key middle West. of the Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna annex that final island that's like way over to the left. I swear to God, I'm gonna see an accountant this year. If he recommends it, I'll totally do it. <laughs> why did he let me get away with it? Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcasts, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again.
Players of Time, second segment. All aboard! Let's go! But I can see what you're saying, that they kind of reversed that decision, because right, like, right now, Fox is scrambling to get us back watching their channel by rebooting X-Files and 24. Well, that was a year ago. I know, but they're Fox. doing, they're, they're talking about doing it, doing more. They right? are doing that with 24. Yeah, it's one of the doing shows I put there, just because it's a fresh start for 24, is which, uh, but yeah, it's a 24, I want to say it's 24 Legacy, and what I was worried about, and what they were saying they were going to do for years was, was going to be, like, Jack Bauer's origin story, kind of like how the next Die Hard is supposed to be John McClane's uh. origin story, which, like, why do I care? He's just a cop. But, like, the 24 with uh, Kiefer Sutherland, like, we, I brought it up on a recent uh, 302010, or maybe mm-hmm. an upcoming 302010, about, mm-hmm. like, we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of their sixth season, where it was like, yeah. you've done everything. Like, yeah. 20, the sixth season is literally Jack Bauer discovering family members that are also terrorists. <laughs> James Cromwell shows as, up. As yeah, that'll do. Oh, his dad Jack. shows up as a terrorist. Yes, and it's like yeah. this is too oh. co- too convoluted. Plus, like this man should be the most easily recognizable person on the planet. Mm-hmm. You have saved the world five times. Yeah. Even if sometimes you did it without getting any credit. People know you. Like the Buzzfeed wrote about it. Yeah. The, well, the first season he literally saves the president. Like, how at that point are you not instantly recognizable by any government official mm-hmm. and by the public? Mm-hmm. But this one is a. Yeah, it's if you a, put a photo of SEAL Team Six in front of me, I'd know who they were yeah. instantly. Well, they, don't, they only they only saved us once, man. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it's yeah, were they for season two? <laughs> All yeah. Sully did was save a plane. Yeah. The uh, whole movie, but yeah, the the new twenty four season, which is starting uh, right after the Super Bowl, really. It's a but but it, spot, is a, so it is a straight reboot. It's, like, a, it's a reboot. It's a different guy. Uh, it's still doing that annoying thing where it's twelve hours, mm-hmm. but it's still doing twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. It's a, twelve episodes that take place over twenty four hours, which is just like oh, it gives Bauer time to sleep. Yeah, yeah, nice it, nap. Yeah, Celsius time. <laughs> though I, I liked it, even though like a twenty four episode season, twenty four single hour episodes, you do. There's, there's always like a two or three episodes. That like, show Ugh. has the most hilarious padding. In, yeah, like in his, Jack's daughter getting caught by a leopard. Because they want that beautiful girl from... on the show. Her two two episode arc involves her getting attacked by a cougar. Nice. Yeah. Crawling to a gas station, which then gets robbed. Yeah. And then getting kidnapped by and this is by one of the guys from Entourage. Uh, yes, Kevin Dillon. Yeah, the ugly Dillon, Johnny Drama. Yeah. Uh, and this is the course of, in, according to the show. Two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> two and a half hours of her life. Yeah. At that point, like, I'm going home. I ain't going to find a hotel yeah. and I'm going to lay in my bed. Yeah. 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 Join me for that episode. Yeah. Uh, but the other TV show, if you just want to click uh, this clip here, there's still not much to go off of, but you'll. Uh, they just announced the release date. You'll, you'll recognize it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an official Twin Peaks. David Lynch returns as uh, Gordon Cole. It is a 30-second clip of David Lynch eating a donut <laughs> set to the, the, Yummy. Twi- the Twin Peaks theme. <laughs> it cost $60 million to make. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just, Twin I, Peaks is great. That first season is incomparable television. It's yep. so strange and, and weird. And a known fact, but not everybody may know this, but like a lot of people's favorite Zelda is Link's Awakening for mm-hmm. the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And they specifically mention Twin Peaks as like an inspiration for that because you're in a small town with a bunch of weirdos doing weird things mm-hmm. and doing and saying weird things and everything seems slightly off-center. And it's because Link's Awakening is a dream mm-hmm. and most of Lynch's stuff is a very dream logic kind of thing. And they're like, yeah, Twin Peaks was big in Japan also. And so when That's you play beautiful. Link's Awakening, 
and people do and say weird shit all the time. Yeah. It's like, that's why. It's supposed to be oh, weird. That's maybe the most Brett connection I've ever heard. Bam! <laughs> that, <laughs> that sound is me breaking the backboard off. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, Deadly Premonition as well, right? Like, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. very mm-hmm. Twin Peaks influence. I have not seen the fucking show. The show is great. Yeah, season fantastic. two I tapped out of. I, Lynch left. I think the whole world yeah, did, didn't it? Yeah, the whole, the whole world left. Still my yeah. aim is to somehow watch, because I've watched the first season and I really liked it. And even the second season... It's not terrible. It just doesn't sure. stand up to the first, but I, w- yeah. I need to like just it feels, power through it. It leans yeah. into the absurdism so hard that you're just like, what is even going it's on? It's when someone tries to be like David Lynch. And also yeah, it's exactly. like Deadly yeah. Premonition, which is Twin Peaks <laughs> um, the game. But what I love about this is, again, this is another, you need Showtime to watch. Ha- like, Dude, good I, luck with that. And two. In the previous uh, episode, I said I did it to we watch. Yeah, right after Weeds. I, watched, <laughs> I did it to watch the Colbert special, and I was very wary about signing up for Showtime for their free trial and then canceling. But it's not through Comcast. I did uh, it through Amazon, uh, which is like literally a one-click, no yeah. frills. You can't fuck me over and continue yeah, yeah, to charge yeah. me for this. Yeah, that's un- that seems better. So you could totally There's do it. There's never been like- a better time to get into Homeland. <laughs> 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 but what I love about this show is that like coming well, up soon after Ray Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, Showtime has all of the Marvel movies made by Fox. <laughs> uh, that's a cinema. This ain't joke. your daddy's Californication. <laughs> um, is that he, uh, they, they came terrible things for the entire year on Showtime? <laughs> they came back to do the show, and then I guess it started going over budget, or it was going to take too long, or something. Oh, he threatened to quit. And Showtime's like, "Well, we're." Uh, Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You can't have this much budget or time. And Lynch is like, "Well, then I quit. I'm not doing it." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Fine." And then like a week goes by. Uh, <laughs> never mind. You're back. I got you <laughs> by the balls. <laughs> Be more funny. I <laughs> am the suit. <laughs> so, but yeah, I am looking forward to that one. Uh, May 21st or something like that. It's, yeah, because it, it, they, they, that is Showtime shows objectively suck. Mm-hmm. I, and I haven't seen Ray Donovan or The Affair. I hear those are pretty great, but I just I hate so much of their programming because they're 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 like their uh, their content filters, like all they have. They can curse and show nudity, and they are just terrible CBS shows. That yeah. when there was that writer strike, they just showed Dexter on CBS yeah. because it's just a shitty show. And I, I that show, fuck that show so much. But that marketing shows me that Showtime might know what's up. That's the funniest fucking trailer yeah. to promote Twin Peaks ever. I am in. I yeah. will. I will try and check That's out the first exactly season. That's exactly what they should be doing. Because and I think they took the streaming rights, so I don't think I can do it legally outside uh, of like fucking Showtime. Now. But yeah, the cast for this is great. Like mm-hmm. they got almost. Every single person really? back. Nobody's like, dead. The li- I mean, are, if they are physically capable of being in the show, <laughs> I think they're in it because the list of like here's who's in it, and here's the guest stars. You're just like Jesus and Christ. It, and if you've seen Kyle McLaughlin in Portlandia, is excellent, and yeah. I've never been more ready to like see him in a major role. And I wouldn't. Back. It wouldn't be sad to watch mm-hmm. him like reprise that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just thinking of like a year or two ago when they did the the new Dumb and Dumber movie, where it's like oh, yeah. these guys look too old and mm-hmm. it's sad, it, and it's like. Come McLaughlin, like he looks older, but he still looks like he fits yeah. that role. Well, the perfectly. show like existed out of time, even when yeah. it was new. So yeah. it's like it's a super great thing to bring back. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, sweet! We're all on board for that. Grim, yes. what, what you got, buddy? Uh, you I'll bring up one everyone else probably has. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. really? I got yes. it. Yes. Yep, uh, for the main reason that the uh, director... Uh, <coughs> here I go. So great. You haven't even seen Civil War, dog. You can't be on Team Thor. I don't care <laughs> at all. Um, uh, Taika Waititi, I believe is yeah, his name. Yeah, he's... Yes. Mm. Who did uh, What We Do in the Shadows mm-hmm. and one of my favorite movies last year. Yep. A lot of us, one of our favorite movies. Hunt yeah. for the Wilder People. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, yes. Yeah. He is A+. And he's directing this, which is insane. Yeah. And yep. it just like, continues the bizarre Marvel decision to give yeah. the reins of multi-billion dollar just, franchises to... And that... I, I don't know if that's relatively po- fresh. Who was the guy that did uh, the one that sucked? Um, uh, Kenneth Branagh? No, 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 no. Um, no. He did the first Thor. No, the guy who did the uh, he the did the comic book movie 
but he was like sort of a smaller director. He got in a lot of oh, uh, Josh Trank. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Four. Yeah. Four movie. Yeah, Man, that's super. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, what you got? Kate Blanchett, Carl Urban, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. What the fuck with, is Jeff Goldblum doing with, on with Hulk <laughs> and Thor in the same movie? It's just like this is going to be the greatest movie. No, yeah. I can't. They wait. just a- a released like an official synopsis because all we had was that. The Ragnarok, Ragnarok logo is one of my favorite things oh, Marvel yeah, has yeah. ever designed. And I don't know if that poster that looked like... Yeah, right out of the comic It book. looked like a Trapper Keeper yeah. I would own in like 1989. <laughs> I put a link in the doc here that mm. is... There's still no trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Uh, but what they did make uh, earlier this Man. year is what Thor was doing while Civil War was happening. Yeah. And this is... A, this is a, and it's funny, but this is Banner... <laughs> this is Bruce Banner and Thor sitting at a cafe, and Thor's just kind of like, nobody's talked to me. <laughs> I know they're upset, and I know they're fighting, but like, yeah. why does nobody talk to me? And Banner talks to him. Hmm. <laughs> oh, by, by the way, heard from uh, Tony Stark and Captain America. They didn't contact you? Uh, I haven't received a single phone call. Uh, one second. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, T-Bone, how many times do we have to go over this? No amount of money is going to get me to join your little pissing contest. Wait, here, talk to Thor. Yeah. He's sort of been waiting to hear from you. I have him right here. Oh, you can't right now? Okay. <laughs> I disappointed that they, that they didn't invite me to fight with him. Um, <laughs> no. He doesn't know how to get in touch with you. I don't, I don't have a phone. <laughs> yeah, it goes on and on. That's, on. that's yeah. such a it's three and a half minutes. It's really funny. such a cool thing to do, yeah. man. But like, there's a at the beginning, he's like, "I'm here to write an electronic mail <laughs> to Captain America," <laughs> and it's I, just like they no, they're I, fighting. I was only bumped. I remember talking to you about that a long time ago. The ulti- the Marvel movies kind of take pages from the Ultimates. Yeah, and Thor and Iron Man's relationship in that is so fun yeah. that they like. He loves Tony Stark. Like, mm-hmm. Thor is this mythic god who thinks Tony Stark is hysterical. I like how Chris <laughs> looked at me when he said, what? Thor is a mythical god. And I'm like, oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> uh, but then Just, I think uh, his ultimates bore out that Thor was crazy and not really Thor something. Oh, I'd never. Oh, man. I, I tapped out of that I once. Uh, that, I can't even remember. Oh, oh man. When uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver <laughs> were fucking each other. Well, that's uh, issue eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was hot and fast. Was it? Uh, yeah. Oh, my well, he's god. Quicksilver. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but no. Uh, that's yeah. shocking. So you're. Grim, you're looking forward to that just because of the pedigree of the oh, director. Yeah. yeah, the cast, like Brett said, is amazing. But yeah, the director is three for three so far, which is insane. And I'm just shocked that, you know, they're giving directors with very, yeah. like, this guy is obviously proven at this point. Yeah. But I mean, these are small, small films. And it's yeah. like, yeah. here, do what will easily be I, probably the biggest movie of the year. I mean, you know? what the Russo brothers did with Winter Soldier and then Civil War, it's like, you were directing paintball episodes of Community. Yeah. Yes. And then you made yep. the two best Marvel movies. Lava World. <laughs> God, that episode's good. <laughs> or at least Winter Soldier. I, I is love still that my interview I, I heard with Kevin Feige, the, the guy who spearheads all Marvel's productions. And he's just sort of like, I mean,. I don't care if you, if you can't shoot an action sequence it's okay we got that we can help you but like the computers do that don't worry about well, it well it's it's like that's what we have a staff for in like Marvel Studios but like the uh, the stuff the stuff we want to nail is why we hire these directors because like only they right. can do yeah. bring this the, aspect to yeah, it yeah get and, the characters to pop and like be interesting yeah not, not feel like flat comic book arguments yeah because what directorial prowess did Joss Whedon have and if you, not much because he worked on low budget productions yeah. for the most mm-hmm. part and then managed to make the Avengers very fun and uh, Lord of the Rings guy too yeah uh, totally yeah. totally oh. um, and I guess as long as we're on the Marvel kick <laughs> Lord of the uh, Rings guy <laughs> Lord of the Rings guy uh, is uh, Spider-Man which we we, at this point we've seen this trailer enough but I do love this joke what's up guys wait a minute you want the real Avengers where's everybody up but 
but this does not mean you're an Avenger, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Oh. I, lo I love that sequence. It's visual. Yeah. It's a great trailer, and... It's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. Oh. <laughs> All right, kid. Good luck. Uh, but that but, mean does yeah. that, that mean you really like the uh, depiction of Spidey in Civil War? Oh, it was. I mean, we've talked about it already. Mm -hmm. Like it's the best part of that movie, mm -hmm. and it's the best Spider-Man has ever been in any representation. Like I mean, cartoon, live action. Mm -hmm. It's the first time I felt like that's Spider-Man, not an actor playing Spider-Man. Not let's cut some corners and like the Raimi movies. You never really see him get crazy agile mm -hmm. or do Spider-Man things. It's no one knew. No one knew how to show Spider-Man in a fight because everyone in the movies tend to have him. I mean, Amazing Spider-Man, some of the scenes mm -hmm. that I saw in, like, trailers and stuff for two, it got close. Mm -hmm. Like, but to nail, like, his personality, to make mm -hmm. him fun, to yeah. make him fun to be around and fun to watch and to have him constantly... A spunky millennial. Yes, <laughs> and to constantly talk and make jokes and put everyone on off their game because, like, what is this guy's fucking problem? Like... Mm -hmm. He's constantly talking, yeah. and everyone's just like, who the fuck is this, and why is he on the ceiling, and how do you fight <laughs> someone who's everywhere all at once and doesn't shut up? Like, yeah. that Civil War nailed that, so to watch a whole movie really with it, it, Michael it, Keaton as a vulture, which somehow ah. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm somehow complete, nuts. I'm completely <laughs> fine with that, too. Like, I, I can't wait. I, I'm very hopeful for this. Yeah, it, just in hindsight. You, were, you like, were wrong about one thing. The best part of that movie was when Winter Soldier does that cool motorcycle flip. Hmm. Does that thing? happen? Was that from Civil War 2? <laughs> well, I don't know. I they don't all blend know. together. I, that, was, that was Avengers, I think. <laughs> Um, sure. <laughs> Age of Ultron. I the opening, Captain one, America flips his motorcycle. Yeah, he does. No, I didn't mm -hmm. see that one. I, I guarantee you it's not that one because I didn't see that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, uh, it's yeah. it's very weird if you watch Civil War again because that the sequence with Spider-Man, Aunt May, and Tony Stark, oh, yeah. it seems like a short film yeah. in the middle of a, in the middle yeah. of a mm -hmm. movie. It does feel like a, oh, we just got the rights to do yeah. this. Everybody yeah. back together, film a completely different movie. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I think you're bound to have a little tonal dissonance, though, when every character has to be everything, right? Like, yeah. he's so funny that he's going to diffuse any scene he's in, yeah. even I, when there's a serious part, I, I guess. Just, a serious it, in hindsight, because I don't, I, I like Tobey Maguire, but he was, he's a real mopey choice. They were all mopey. Like, well, Garfield was... Pretty like, mopey. <laughs> might have been a better choice for like what embodies Spider-Man. Those movies are just overwrought and yeah, terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, terrible in, in their mediocrity, essentially. And trying to build a spider universe, mm -hmm. yeah. please. Well, which is like, if that was your goal from the beginning, yeah. that's great. Because if there's any character in Marvel that can do it, it's mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. of, of any single hero, he has the best villains. Mm -hmm. He has the best supporting cast around him. You could totally do that. But that was never your plan. Yeah, you yeah. decided it after the fact mm -hmm. and then tried to work backwards. Mm -hmm. And when everyone has this awful, same shitty aesthetic where everyone looks like a Matrix character. Yeah. Dude, I was just going to say this. Somebody posted a tweet the other day of yeah. Alfred Molina as Doc Ock <laughs> from the Spider-Man movie. And it's like, he is cosplaying as every Matrix character at once, including <laughs> the robots that ripped the ship. Uh, there the Sentinels. A, the yeah. Sentinels. Yeah. It was a trench coat, wasn't it? It's a trench yeah. coat. It's goggles. It's a trench coat with glasses. bracers and everything. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, Jesus Christ. And I thought... <laughs> Did I thought you, want that, uh, you want just the Pete Rose haircut? And, uh... Dude, Doc Ock is probably the best part of all three of those Raimi movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, for what true. it's worth, like well, he's good. Alfred Molina is one of the best yeah, actors. Yeah, he's good at that character. And I love the effects of the arms. And I love the Sam Raimi-esque... Well, not esque. The Sam Raimi AF. <laughs> scene where the arms go crazy and it's straight up evil dead mm -hmm. and all the yeah. people are trying to operate on him and it's like zooming in on chainsaws and like trying to cut Alfred Molina's arms off and, like, I love when he stops the train Jesus style oh yeah like, it's, great. it's great um, yeah well let's take a quick break real fast and we will come back with more of our most anticipated content of 2017 hope dangles on a string like slow spinning redemption winding in and winding out of it has caught my eye and roped me in so 
Mesmerizing, so hypnotizing I am Captivated I am Vindicated Hey, let me see those teeth of yours. Come on, man, your teeth are important. You don't have to show me your teeth for real. In fact, please don't. Instead, let me just tell you that this episode is brought to you by Quip. And you listeners can go to tryquip.com slash laser time and save 10 bucks on refills for these simple, elegant electric toothbrushes with these awesome replacement brush heads that get delivered to you every three months. Lots of marketing dollars are spent to sell you gimmicks, but the team behind Quip have sought out guidance and advice from oral care professionals so their brushes, from handle design to the vibrations of the brush heads, focus on health over hype. And Quip's got style. They offer metal or plastic handles, easy-to-use wall-mounted holsters, a travel case, and more. Plus, you can rest easy knowing that your worn-out bristles will be replaced on time every three months and never have to think about it. Electric brush sets start at $25 with refill plants beginning at $5, but once again, you can save $10 right now by going to tryquip.com slash laser time and giving Quip a shot for yourself. Once again, that's tryquip.com slash laser time. Thank you, Quip. That is glory and gore from Lord. Uh, ah, Lord, yes. Lord, I am Lord. Lord the Lord. Lord is uh, that album, Pure Heroin, came out in 2013. Uh, Royals Not is to be confused with Transpotting 2. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Royals is the worst song on it. Don't listen to it. I hate that song. It got overplayed on the radio, and I, it's just not a good song. What about our Tears for Fears cover that promotes Assassin's Creed content? No, that's fine. But uh, the rest of the album, Pure Heroin, is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an extended edition with a lot of other songs. But yeah, I saw her in concert in one of those like 13,000 bands mm-hmm. at once things mm-hmm. like in 2013. And it was the first time since I, was, Lord, since I was a teenager <laughs> that a, a, an artist came on stage and I was like, oh, that was a really good song. Mm. That was a really good song. That was a really, like, where it's, like, insightful. Mm. The music behind it is great. She's great singing live. I'm mm. like, man, she's, like, fucking 16 or yeah. 15 or something ridiculous. Have, I'm like, er- have you earned the right to be this soulful and authentic? And, like, really <laughs> good. And, like, it's been three years now and there's she's supposed to have a new album Was there out, a uh, reason for the delay? I, th- I think, well, she got really popular really mm-hmm. quick. And mm-hmm. I think she was kind of like, I'm going to, like, chill, chill and not, like, become the obvious thing that... Ev- I'm not going to winehouse yeah. myself. Well, <laughs> I mean... Man, back to heroin. It's like something on the I mind mean, here, Chris. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, Pure Heroin has sold uh, about 3 million copies, which in the today and age, mm-hmm. in the modern mm-hmm. era, 3 Insane. million. So, like, that's nuts. But it's really good. And I know it's probably easy to dismiss, like, oh, that's probably some band. Like, oh, it's this teenage girl. So that that's, that's probably music for teenagers, mm-hmm. and it can't relate to me. It's like, dude, at 33, a lot of those songs like really stuck with me. Mm. And I think it's really good. Um, but 
new album, as well as Arcade Fire is supposed to have a new album. Oh, really? Ah, and who? both of them. Who? <laughs> you guys remember that joke? I do. <laughs> oh, what yeah. is Arcade Fire? Uh, oh, Tumblr. Arcade Fire has been one of my favorite bands since 05 mm. with uh, Funeral. Love so, that. You should have said since you were a kid. It would have been cute. Uh, since <laughs> I was a kid. I was 24 when that album came out, but. Uh, uh, but no, both I, of them are, should have new albums out in the spring, so I'm definitely looking forward to those because they are two of my favorite albums of the last five years. You gotta ask, like, if there's music you're looking forward to. This uh, year. I mean, yeah, uh, I was looking for like rap stuff, but you mm -hmm. know, that's sort of harder. That more comes out of the moment. Like they don't announce them. Yeah, that Run like the Jewels album that just yeah. like yeah, we, that just new dropped. album and yeah, here yeah. it is. And that's, that's another band too where it's like mm -hmm. I can't like you would anymore. <laughs> <laughs> why just because they're playable and yeah. I listened to LP since I was a kid and like Killer mm -hmm. Mike certainly after that I mean mm -hmm. no joke like I bought his albums when I was like 13 and 12 mm -hmm. and stuff now it's like it's hilarious because they're this band Run the Jewels which is so huge and everybody knows who they are, and most people don't even know those two guys had careers before yeah. they were in this thing. Which is also, whatever. Blah, blah. Long conversation. Mm -hmm. But uh, this band I really liked when I was younger, Granddaddy. Do you mm -hmm. guys know them? Yeah! They had this song in 28 Days Later where they go to the shopping, where they go to the uh, grocery store, and uh -huh. they're getting all the food. And there's mm -hmm. that one song. That's their most famous song. Huh. It's AM 180. Mm -hmm. But they're from Modesto. They're the only good thing uh, to ever come out of Modesto ever. <laughs> the Modesto no Nuts, the minor league baseball team? Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> the Modesto Nuts. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Don't cut, don't cut oh. me with South Bay... Uh, <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a minor God. league baseball team. What are, I mean, just I was gonna say that there's a good beer there, but I'm thinking of Modelo. Modelo, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so close. <laughs> but yeah, oh. they were um, uh, the front of this guy, Jason Lighter, was a professional skateboarder, mm -hmm. and then fucked himself up, and then decided to start this band in Modesto with his friends. Mm -hmm. And I saw him live when Sacramento a million years ago, mm -hmm. and I was one of the best shows I've ever been to. Uh, he they did this song, and they had this old animation. You might even know what it is. It was like a 30s animation. It looked like, and it was like. Whoa. These two people, like, it's a little couple, and they're like animals, and they go to the moon, and they buy a ticket to the moon, but then, like, he, the guy misses the flight, so, like, she flies off to the moon without him, and it's very sad. Oh, and they played man. the song. <laughs> and meanwhile, while they're playing the song, their drummer is playing, I don't know if you've ever seen a drummer play with a plexiglass partition in front of him. It's to, like, mute the sound a little bit. Mm. Mm. He's sitting there playing, but he's chain-smoking the entire time. <laughs> so as he's chain-smoking, the smoke is just building up in front of this plexiglass partition. Holy so shit. he just eventually disappears. Oh. <laughs> also, my favorite part about the show, they're a very sad boy band, but they're really good. Uh, but the favorite part about the show is that... Um, Saves the day. Do you guys remember that yeah. band? Yes. Yeah. yeah, them I remember. They opened for oh Granddaddy oh in Sacramento, and I had never in my life seen an exodus of people from a venue <laughs> as badly as wow. that, where it was like jam packed for the opener, and then as soon as they were done, 70% of the people wow. left that show, and I was sitting there like in an empty, like, you know, 20% full crowd, like, holy shit. And then they played very sad music. Wow. And it was really was there good. There's a little kid that said <laughs> yeah. 311 sucks balls. 311 <laughs> sucks yeah. balls. I, 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 I've mentioned it a billion times. Uh, <laughs> Watching Real Big Fish, who closed down every Warp tour, uh, yeah, and then there was a band on the ticket that no one had heard of because we uh, we didn't know it was part of a marketing push to get them known, and that band was Limp Biscuit, and everybody just a wave of people leaving Club La Vila in yeah. Panama City, and, and Fred Durst, where y'all going? <laughs> like, oh. Beautiful. I love that I have that memory. Come on, y'all. Stick around. <laughs> Two don't don't throw your hands up. Now I know Two you all want to come back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one hot dog flavored water is wow. in the box. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I uh, I heard that Seth Rollins is getting a new theme song this year. So oh, I'm <laughs> I like his theme song. Yeah, the, the rapid. Brr, brr. Well, I guess I could. Uh, but I, I did email you a wrestling you clip did. if you want to. Uh... And I think it important that the world should know I will be entering the Royal Rumble. Oh. 
Let's take yeah. Taker's going to yeah. be in the Rumble. And again, this is one of those immediate things. It's the the end of this month, mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble, which is the the one time of year when you can get your hopes up that WWE will ha- do things right during their most important stretch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's going to be in the Alamo Dome, which is a huge, like seventy thousand seat. King of the stadium. Hill beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just big, <laughs> and. Like they they're pulling putting out all the stops. Like Undertaker's gonna be in it, Brock's gonna be in it, Goldberg's gonna be in it. Wow! And, uh, pro- and they all, well, it seems they, like one of them will win. And that's mm. kind of like you hate to see all of like the uh, the like the part timers get all the plum spots at WrestleMania. But mm. but my my wrestling renaissance is kind of fading. But, but the, the the Royal Rumble. That's why we do fantasy fights yeah. every Sunday because it's so much fun to have like surprise entrance. Yeah, thirty of them. Yeah, it's it's, it's so much. Favorite. It's if it's the, if you watch team. any wrestling pay per view, it should be the Rumble because it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. I just love the idea of the Undertaker's character having to say branded like pay-per-view names. Like, yeah. I will be emerging at Roadblock, end of the line, brought to you by Mountain Dew Kickstarter. Get updates at, at WWE Backlash. <laughs> at The Real Taker. Brought to you by Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Takis. But, when is the, but it's a big deal because he hasn't been in the Royal Rumble I in haven't seen years. Since I've been probably watching. like, yeah, 2010 or something. Also, not to be rude, this is probably better for him given that he is yeah. falling apart. I, like, I'm thinking he's going to win because like he's not going to make a he's not gonna have a big fall yeah like i would be surprised if he fell down once like like was knocked on his back once in the royal rumble mm. he can maybe take an easy bump over the top roast but it's like just sure. thinking like it makes sense for him to win and then like this is my final match and i choose yeah john cena or roman yeah, the, reigns the thing yeah, the yeah. thought the, the thinking now is he'll win the rumble yeah mm. cena will beat aj styles yeah. cena will win the belt back and then they have a the big mania matches i'm perfectly fine with cena winning yeah uh well the whole thing was him getting the 16th thing to tie or yeah. to beat Ric Flair's record or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, we but have like, a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. on Patreon. Yeah. But anyway, it's exciting. This it's is, exciting. Yeah, this is the most exciting time of the year to be a wrestling fan. There's just mm-hmm. the uh, New Japan uh, thing. I mean, it happened. It, it was technically in 2017, and it was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom was great. And then, like, just WWE right now, they have the new... They have a British tournament coming up, so it's kind of... It's fun times, say that much. Yeah, and so yeah, this from now until um, till April, April is yeah. when uh, Mania is. So it, it should be interesting for the next few months, at the very least. Yes. Um, what else am I looking forward to? Ah, ah, got it. I have to put this out mm-hmm. there, don't I? Every day they're out there making ducktails. Woo! And good remember wins. It's not, but it's not so much a remember when. The why I'm fascinated by Ducktales in general is that it extends back to the 1940s, mm-hmm. and these stories work in every medium for everybody forever. Mm-hmm. And that's I just. What if I don't like ducks? If you don't like ducks, or I don't know duck what to tell you. I don't give a duck. I, but I, it's weird. I was rewatching Duck. They refer to themselves constantly as humans. Uh, in, in the show, <laughs> yeah, like uh, maybe I gotta take my Scrooge day McDuck live glasses off. I'll be the first human in space. Like, what are you talking about? That's you said that reboot, to a dog, and that's why the reboot has fully realized <laughs> genitalia on every. But character. that's the Disney XD Ducktales reboot for summer 2017, and the cast is just a ton of people. Has I there really been anything like. great on Disney XD? It's an emotive dude, like TV channel. I, it bugs the shitter to me. I, I love Rusi Taylor's ducks. I do. I have a strong affinity, mm-hmm. but she's. And she does her best to give all three ducks Huey, Dewey, and Louie a personality, and they finally, for the first time ever, cast. Hey, Chris, I'm talking in the dark voice. That is not bad. <laughs> that is not bad. Let's put that in Grimm's reel. Uh, but Bobby Moynihan, uh, Bobby Moynihan, Ben Schwartz, uh, what, John Ralphio, and uh, Danny Pudi, um, Abed from Community. Yeah. Three Bennett? people I fucking love are 
the goddamn yeah. ducks. And so there's a doctor who David Tennant is Scrooge, Kate Micucci is Who's Webby. actually Scottish. Like Yeah, is he really? Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's actually Scottish to be Scrooge McDuck, which Take that, Ellen Young. How you like that? How you like that? <laughs> He's dead. I know. Oh, He's man. dead. No, I, I don't know if people brought that so up. For his name. It's a tragic loss last no, year. No, it is. I. But I'm yet, glad he lived. As He's long rolling as he did. in his gold coin filled grave. But just that, yeah. like Carl Barks wrote. DuckTales comics that are levels in the game you may have played in DuckTales Remastered when? He was uh, the inventor of dog communism, Carl (laughs) Barks. Jesus Christ, that was a long one. (laughs) All right. uh, Is that the modern era, dot communism? There you go. People. But yeah, really excited for that. Just, I hope it, I hope it works. Mm -hmm. I just, it's, it's weird to think if this show is, I don't want the show to be like a mild success last two seasons because where do you go after Disney XD? Mm -hmm. They don't even put cartoons on DVD anymore. So if they're not like instant huge hits, they won't stick around. You can't see them anymore. But DuckTales as, as a phenomenon as Scrooge McDuck, uh, Donald and his nephews going on yeah. rich ad- adventures for treasure is just something that seems to work all over the world for everybody. I think it's beautiful. I mean, I gotta say, it's success really depends on if it gets that prime spot after Dog with a Blog. That's, Disney XD is all cartoons. Oh, it's formerly Toon Disney. It's where it's where like in my I think in my estimation, it's where Disney got the idea to buy Marvel because mm. they purchased those Fox shows sure. and aired them on their Toon Disney channel. Like, this is awesome. Let's make new Marvel cartoons. Oh, let's just buy Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the cartoon. I'm sorry. I was thinking of a different Donald and Cucktails. <laughs> My apologies. Starring, starring all of us. Um, yeah, that, I'm well, the richest man in all of Duckburg. And and I, I love the the I love how excited the rest of the internet gets for because there's no footage released at all. There's like a picture and yeah, the casting and theme. It's song. almost if it's banking on nostalgia. Yeah. Well, again, and celebrity it's voices. What nostalgia? It's worked every generation. It's been theatrical shorts. It's been comic books. It's been movies. It's been video games. I like there's a lot of nostalgia to draw. From. It, well, it's weird because it was relevant except for the last 15 years. Yeah. It's like there, from from the 40s on, it was like popular with kids in the 40s mm-hmm. and 50s as comics. Yeah. And, and even and then, then, only here, the comics are still the best selling comics I mean, in Brazil, in, in Finland, like, right. the Duck comic, Scrooge comics are huge to this day. I've seen the nice expensive, like, reissues mm-hmm. of, like, you know, in this room. very old ones, right? Yeah, they're, they're great reissues. And, like, outside of, like... I imagine, like, the son of a Danish peddler, though, going, like, I liked the 40s ones, but <laughs> I wasn't so much into the 90s. But that's, that's, that, to me, is fascinating, doing more research in that Carl Barks wrote a story that was then adapted into DuckTales, which is then adapted into the DuckTales game. Like, he wrote that book, didn't he? Quapital? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Carl Marks wrote a book. Oh, God damn it. Enough of this shit. I'm not talking about <laughs> DuckTales anymore to have you besmirch it. Hey, Dave, both yeah. you and I had oh. this, this, this film. This place. That's Kong. He's king around here. Kong's yeah. pretty good king. Fair hell. He keeps himself mostly. <laughs> you don't go into someone's house and start dropping bombs unless you're picking a fight. He really, he really he, is. He's going full brule. Yeah. Full brule. John C. Riley. Pack out your sandwiches on Sunday, you dummy. <laughs> but even he even is a. Steve, he's gonna turn you into sushi sandwiches. He has a Steve Brule line. <laughs> at the, he has a Steve Brule line in the trailer. That's so Rollins. It's a good group of boys. We're all gonna die together out here. <laughs> you shouldn't have come here. <laughs> and his, his jacket says "For your health," which is like <laughs> it does. It, it that does. a like what two hundred fifty million dollar movie or whatever yeah. is pu- is putting that joke in there. Like yeah, that, they, awesome. they probably had to have meetings. Like, hmm, is this uh, important enough to put in the movie? Right, for the this, official this, this amount of frames because we've d- put in hundreds of millions. The official of dollars. office minutes. Of yeah, like, well, we must now discuss the patch. 
on Mr. Riley's left shoulder. <laughs> it is from well, check. The director out. wishes to have it say for your health. It's it's very weird because I've always associated King Kong with Universal and Universal Studios, and I think yeah. this is the first Kong venture outside of Universal. It's by Legendary Pictures, mm-hmm. and apparently this is going. I, I like. I also like Peter Jackson's King Kong mm-hmm. is problematic. I oh sorry. It's I, long as fuck is its biggest issue in that it takes forever to fa- see Kong and then for Kong to leave the island. Yes, and it's all extremely. And, and, and thinking about it. I think if you wanted to, was truly beauty that killed. In a modern world, you could take Peter Jackson's King Kong and cut it into two coherent movies that are a lot of fun. One where he fucks up the island, and one where he fucks up New York. Yeah. Um, because it's basically three hours. It's too long. It's too long a well, film. Yeah, he, he didn't learn any lessons from the other three hour movies he yes. made prior to that. And I'm I'm just a huge King Kong was one of the first movies I ever watched as a kid. I became obsessed with it, making King Kong movies in my fucking bathtub. And there's never been a good. <laughs> King Kong remake. And Chris was a little shoeless street urchin in Little Italy. <laughs> was selling papers to. I want to snuck see into the theater to see Kong. Kong. Christopher Antipasto over here. Making selling <laughs> newspapers, taking back bottles to finance my stop motion King Kong fan films. Um, <laughs> Super 8 camera. But this is also just a stop on the road to the fireworks factory, which is when Godzilla and King Kong finally fight yep. each that other. Is oh yeah, really weird and, and, and sort of unnecessary, but but neat. I'm sort of excited about that, even though I, the, the Godzilla movie does not hold up. I'm, well, I didn't like it when I saw it. So. I, uh, I, well, it was, I, it was like I thought, fine, but I it's remember like us talking six, like six out of ten. Or something. It was well, it was a Godzilla movie. There's a lot of talking <laughs> and not a lot of Godzilla for a while. But no. then uh, when you watch it a second time, it's fucking, it's excruciating. Yeah. When I watched it on a plane again, um, it's yeah. I, but Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, which hey, you're looking forward to looking that. forward to the Blu-ray <laughs> coming out this year. But that was so much fun. I had Can, I, so you, your much clip fun on watching. bonus time was great. Can you just yeah. recap? What you thought was special about the movie? Do you know about uh, Shin Godzilla Grimm? Is it like his leg? <laughs> it's it, they changed it from it had a terrible title, Godzilla Resurrection. It was or called like, like Godzilla that. Resurgence or Resurrection, and they're like, fuck it, it's just fuck like, it. In it's Japan, Shin it's Godzilla. called Shin Gojira. So it's directed by the guy who direct Anno Evangelion guy mm-hmm. directing a Godzilla movie, written by, by the Attack on Titan guy. Well, it's like directed by two. It's one is the person who did Attack on Titan movie, and mm-hmm. then yeah, um, the Anno Anno Hideaki on all, uh, but no, that movie was just like I, I forget what I said, and now it's been four months since I've seen it. But I just you remember describe feeling, something that happens with Godzilla, oh. and I just never thought of the idea that like you can make him menacing, but you don't have to like tie yourself to the old things that Godzilla yeah. was. Yeah. He, can, he he starts as like an intentionally freakish weird yes. thing. Kind and of then, unsettling, like just his eyes yeah. never close. Yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. We're like, is this supposed to look? creepy mm-hmm. awful or bad like I can't tell and mm-hmm. you just the fact that you're just like what is mm-hmm. going like what the fuck is that thing mm-hmm. and then as the movie goes on it gets you cannot predict where this movie is going <laughs> as someone who's watched 18 of 400 Godzilla movies mm-hmm. not a single person in that theater mouth was closed when the fi- when the, the biggest action scene happens yeah. every mouth in the fucking audience <laughs> yeah it's fucking insane though and- I if the Blu-ray had like another like fifteen minutes of like the bureaucratic stuff, I'd love it. Just no, like, that's so that's <laughs> the what the secretary has. <laughs> so that's what the movie became. Times. Where the original, the fifty-four one, was a send-up of like a cathartic, you know, Meditation manifestation and... of being nuclear, mm-hmm. being bombed by mm-hmm. nukes, mm-hmm. and then having a well, let's put that fear and that all yeah. that angst and, and anxiety into, into a, a thing that we can look at and face, mm-hmm. and it really worked for them. And then we turn it into a fucking cartoon character that says whatever. Yeah. Hey, they helped turn it into like, a wrestler. No, well, once they saw it made money, like, sweet! But yeah. originally, but when we brought it over, we hammed it up with, uh, what's his name? The original Godzilla is so Burr. great. 
uh, Raymond Burr Ray thrown in there, but mm-hmm. it's it's whatever. I mean, yeah, Japan totally turned him into a superhero. That's mm-hmm. fine, but because whatever. But mm-hmm. the Shin Godzilla, it was more of a send up of the Fukushima plant, the mm-hmm. earthquake, mm-hmm. the horrible inept like. Nobody wants to take responsibility for fucking anything. Mm-hmm. So we are going to go have a meeting in a bigger room, and then a bigger room, mm-hmm. and then a bigger room, and this room's too big. We got to go back <laughs> to the other. Like, and the whole movie becomes like there's a disaster happening in your streets. People are dying. There is a walking radiation plume mm-hmm. floating around your city, blowing shit out of the sky and poisoning the entire country. And you're all arguing over whose fault it is. <laughs> and that's what the movie is. Is like that's the criticism. Is like. Everyone who was in Tokyo for that remembers that fear of like, who do we? It's right, like right after nine eleven, we were all looking around like, who, who's in charge? Is it is it Bush? Like, is, is he supposed to come out and say something? Because he hasn't been a great president up till now. <laughs> like, what do we? I gotta read and who did it? And who did it? No one, no one declared shit. Like, what? Like, that's how Japan was after that and the fucking meltdown of a reactor. Mm-hmm. Like, who's gonna stop this or help or clean this up or what the fuck is going on? And that's what Shin Godzilla was. So, and, we'll, and we'll never forget when he showed up in the Mecca on the bridge of that ship. Yeah. With but you describing <laughs> Godzilla doesn't need to necessarily have the same attributes no. or powers. And like, <laughs> I don't want to say it again here because it's a little spoiler. And I'm trying. I'm. Forgetting what you said, but you describing what happens to Godzilla. It's insane. <laughs> Up until the literal last shot, the last frame of the movie, mm-hmm. and then it goes like, directed by, and you're like, mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Hmm. Just when you think you've kind of got a handle on, like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. Wow, they did it. They they stopped Godzilla. But wow, they really didn't. What a cool ending. What the fuck is that? And then it's over. And you're <laughs> like, oh, it's such a fucking cool movie. And I loved it because, again, I think the main takeaway was, for the first time since I was 10, mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. All those movies became formulaic. All of them followed Even some the 2014 off- one. Yeah, I barely could tolerate that movie. Mm-hmm. It's super slow and boring. But and it doesn't I- necessarily do anything new or no, interesting and with the I, character. And I, yeah, and I can tell exactly what you're going to do, and mm-hmm. I know the pacing. You're going to have them. They're going to meet once. Godzilla's going to run away. You're going to have another drama thing, something mm-hmm. with a bomb that you're going to have to set up. But, oh, if it, it's like this movie's already been made, mm-hmm. and these enemy monsters are very American. They look like Western monsters that are like shapes, mm-hmm. and they're not cool. They're not uh, this cool design. It's just a fucking thing that has, like, no eyes or whatever. Like, mm. isn't that cool? <laughs> no, it looks like a fucking... I built in a, a make a, make an enemy fucking generator. It didn't look interesting at all. Whereas Shin Godzilla is intentionally... Weird. Anyway, it didn't come out this year. I but did. I am looking forward to the Blu-ray because I want to watch it again. And I would encourage everyone to Maybe watch it. Maybe we should it. put it's, it as a Monday Night movie. It is one of the <laughs> coolest, weirdest movies I've seen. And blah, so cool. I, would, I cannot wait to see I, I'm yeah. bummed at, like... The way they released it too, it wasn't like a normal release. It was like two uh, weeks in the theater, and that yeah, was like it. a yeah, like two only two weeks. So yeah. I, I missed like the the first show you linked us to like sold out. Yeah, they like sold a out. movie sold out, and I couldn't get there. <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's gone. Yeah, and uh, there's no there's been no announcement as of yet. No. I was gonna segue from Monkey to Monkey, but I did I want I, I did my best to look into Tim Allen movie Monkey to Monkey. <laughs> I was looking Is that into Keith David says that line. In, uh... Uh, monkey. Uh, uh, I was looking into. DVD releases we might be looking forward to because the formats kind of mm-hmm. physical formats kind of, are kind of going away and it's the last time to own certain things that don't get aired anymore and uh, I, I really wanted to look into old cartoons there are no more Looney Tunes releases Dis- I'm baffled that Disney has never ever released any of their short films Chippendale, Donald Duck in any in any high definition format uh, not since the standard definition DVD however the one uh, the shining light is 
Beavis and Butthead, which I, I had to rediscover, that show is really fun. Yeah. And all of those are tangled up in weird rights issues. And finally this year on February 20, February 14th, just in time for your loved one on Valentine's Day, the complete Beautiful. collection includes the movie, which is really fun, includes the four season, which is pretty good, uh, every Beavis and Butthead episode, because they've never been fully released before. And, you know, they don't show them anymore. Because, f- because music. Um, I, 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 no one can confirm whether they have the music videos, but I can't imagine that they okay. do. Yeah. Um, it. That would be fun. That would be a fun inclusion. I'm sure there'll be some on the DVD, but 11 discs worth of Beavis and Butthead just for archiving purposes. I'm excited. But what I did, ah, what I did, I was going to segue from King Kong into this. Thank you very much. It will be. This, this is our last. This stand. line is really silly. <laughs> and if we lose. It will be a planet of apes. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That, that, look, I got visible goosebumps. I am so excited for War for the Planet of the Apes, which uh, is out in July, I believe. Um, yeah. We have got a ton of mileage from me talking about Planet of the Apes on this show. Uh, the key points being Fox constantly bungles their franchises they make shitty alien movies shitty predator movies uh shitty diehard movies they they're not good to their brands how planet of the apes emerged from that with two really good movies two really good movies and we we talked about it on another laser time which was about um the confusing timelines and we've gotten i've gotten a lot of mileage talking about where these new modern planet of the apes play into the two timelines of the original 70s, uh, 60s, and 70s films. This is the first movie that could tell us definitively whether it fits into a timeline or not, mm-hmm. or redefines what the series is. And I don't know how you escalate to a war between humans, because like the last movie was like almost like a Planet of the Apes story. Mm-hmm. The story of a human beings trapped in San Francisco, and they need to turn on a generator and have to go through an ape camp. <clears throat> and it's just... it. It's, it was so good. Have you seen these movies, Graham? Yes, I have. I think they're amazing, dude. I, yeah, I, they're, good. I, they're way better than they should be coming saw, from I saw Fox. the original one for the first time a couple months yeah. ago. I love that fucking movie. Didn't you know like I love it that movie. <laughs> you didn't like it at all? Yeah, it's fine. Nah. I mean... I, I lo- yeah. I lo- but I, I love that you don't have to peg any of your hopes to the old films. It's really hard to yeah. like anything other than the 68 original. The 70s one are... are Man, I don't know how you get on board for that if you're a young person because they're yeah. really strange. Yeah, the imagine. destruction of the planet and then a sitcom that ends with a baby being shot in the face. I'm waiting for <laughs> like, the heavy-handed metaphors this movie's going to tell me about. Uh... <laughs> there, and that I love, but I love that about Planet of the Apes. They are very heavy-handed mm-hmm. metaphors. In, in a ter- they're for a turbulent, more turbulent time. The the early 70s. There's also the uh, docu- <laughs> not like now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it may, I, I I don't know how they'll have <clears throat> those kind of ramifications, but. The comics. Well, I just thought it was not tasteful for them to like say the monkeys are Muslims. Like, that's <laughs> my... But uh, none of those are there in this version. And there's some in between comics from Boom that sort of tell the story about human beings losing their ability to speak and therefore, without the ability to communi- communicate, become a little more primal. As we see them in the first film, like apes are really smart, humans are really dumb. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I can't imagine how does War for Planet yeah. of the Apes get to that point. I can't imagine that it will. Chris, yeah. there's also that movie that you're making, War for the Planet of the Apes t-shirt, <laughs> about how you uh, stole, <laughs> one, stole one from the movie theater yeah. and then wore it uh, to uh, Hillary headquarters. That was, uh, all of that was a bad idea. did not understand the joke. That was all a bad idea and is in our <laughs> best of bonus time. time. Yes. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why did I do any of that? <laughs> uh, but I regret it strongly. I love Planet of the Apes and one of my favorite things from two years ago was the Planet of the Apes Star Trek crossover and Boom is doing it again with... 
Planet of the Apes meet Green Lantern Corps, um, which in terms of Green Lantern, which I don't, I wish I loved Green Lantern more. I could never truly get into it. Mm. Is anybody else, Brad? I'm yeah, looking at you I've here. I've never really followed it because it, it's kind of just too out there. But the idea of space cops and one of them is from the Planet of the Apes makes complete sense. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do. I will totally read that shit. All I want is a Red Lanterns movie. If I could get that, <laughs> that'd be great. Just nothing but vomiting space monsters for 90 minutes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my god. Well, we should mention this real fast. Oh, yeah. um, Does anybody have any tape out there? I want to put some tape over the death button. Nobody has any tape. Not a single person has tape. You have an atomic bomb in your bag. If anybody's going to have tape, it's you. I have to do everything. You are wasting a lot of time. Yeah, the Guardians trailer yeah, is real fun. Vin Diesel as oh, a baby. You That's got to be the best fucking job yeah. in the universe. Vin Diesel gets to go in and read one line. Yeah. Well, I mean that and the <laughs> surfboarding down the side of a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that new Triple X movie, man, I cannot wait till that comes. That's going to be in bad. an obtainable that's format. We all can watch real it. Real bad. Yeah. yeah. The Vin Diesel heel turn we've been waiting for in uh, Fate, Fate of the, the Furious. I mean, look, they're on a what four movie like winning streak with that that yeah. series and here I, comes the whip i know it's it's worrying <laughs> it's kind of a dumb twist but hey if they can pull it off they can pull it off well, and I, it's gonna I'm, be in I'll new york entertaining anyway. and new that york. there was i you know i think i saw vine of like yeah. literally cars going out oh, of yes. new york city windows like yeah. okay this like, will be nice that's the I thing like is like this. i don't know how like i just feel like they've got such a good formula with a cast that knows what to do with yeah. it yeah. and it's yeah. like if you're throwing real cars around yeah. New York City streets and you fill, you put a camera in front of it, I'm probably going to like that Then again, movie. on the other hand, I think they've contractually obligated themselves to put Lucas Black back in the series. Like, yes. that oh, guy? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. And, 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 oh, well, I'll be there day one. If, I'm, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yep. I could be... I'm very excited for Vin Diesel's heel turn in Fate of the Furious? Yeah, they yeah. Fast 8? Uh, because I, I thought they did think of a finale for like there is an ending coming for the fast franchise mm. and it might be the next movie or the movie after that but well like, they said a new trilogy so eight nine, nine i think it's eight nine and ten eight, yeah nine, i think ten. they had said ten would be it or yeah. something. but as it long as they're thinking of it like at that point you can't put the number into the title yeah. cleverly anymore if they're it's thinking like, of it as an arc fast ten your belt and it's, it's so <laughs> fucking i stand correct if you haven't seen the trailer the main character goes evil it seems like every time i yeah. every time i think fast and the furious can't surprise me it does something mm. that if any other movie yeah. did it would be insane that's why I'm saying, like, I it's, I oh. hypothesize that this triple X movie mm. and this coming out so close to each other mm. and him being a sudden yeah. villain mm. that Dom is going to turn out to have been triple X uh, in a undercover op please. for Pl like a decade. Let, please just do that. And, he, and he's like, <laughs> the real name's Cage, Xander, fucking Cage. And then him and The Rock have a rock bottom contest. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I mean, what's really worrying about that a movie rock bottom contest. is the junction system in Fast 8. <laughs> you know... That's not how you do spells, man. Then it becomes Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You um, gotta battle the heartless. <laughs> it's crazy, too, that uh, Armando Iannucci is directing it. Like, that does not seem what? like a good fit. Is that a thing that's happening? That's a joke. That was my transition my to his movie that's coming out this year called uh, The Death of Stalin, which what? is Armando Iannucci. I don't know who that is. He does Veep and In the Loop. Oh, and Stalin was... Yeah. was uh, oh, oh, what? He was the guy that directed uh, He was uh, taking Duck his Tales. time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, this looks he really good. He can't be Russian and Stalin. It's a joke for another time. <laughs> yes, it's another joke for another time. A good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got um, uh, one more. Uh, Dark Tower, obviously. Oh, that's supposed to come out this year, yes, dude. I because I don't know that series. Yeah, but the good. amount of like dick teasing announcements that shit has had for the twenty years I've been paying attention to movies coming out. Yeah, but, like 
I don't believe it. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen like pictures work. of <laughs> Idris Elba, and like yeah. I still don't believe it. Like yeah, if yeah. the Dark Tower ever comes out, I'll be shocked. Well, that's what I'm hoping for because I read those as a kid, and you know Stephen King is what he is, which is generally pretty fine. Yeah, no, but those are really good. Those are like exceptional for his standards because they were pretty out there. What was the book where like he wrote a kid's book? Stephen King? Stephen King wrote a children's book, mm-hmm. and then there's a blurb from Stephen King on the front, but mm-hmm. he wrote the kid's book under a pseudonym, uh, and then did a blurb. This book is great, Stephen King. Oh, yeah, this is Chris Gaines' book. Yeah. 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 Garth Brooks loves this Chris I, Gaines guy. I forget that story, but he, he was such a proficient writer. I think yeah. he said, now I do six pages a day no matter what. I believe it. And that he had, he had to pull a ultra to his own yeah. Konami and get a pseudonym because under contract he couldn't publish this many books a year yeah. so he had to write in a different name. I guess if I had to like say I'm looking forward to a particular Blu-ray if they come out with any sort of like comprehensive uh, anniversary edition for The Running Man this year mm. which is like one of my favorite well, movies we're about to live it so yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know maybe at the ending Arnold will uh, kill another reality star. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lovely, David. I'm trying to see if we have any Legends yeah. of Localization books. Yeah, from so uh, if you've um, been reading, um, I've mentioned the just the Earthbound book, which Grim has been reading. Mm-hmm. I have. It's quite excellent. If uh, you have any interest in either many, games localization or Earthbound in particular. I imagine we'll talk more about our anticipated games on Video Game Apocalypse. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Breath of the Wild, you mentioning. Yeah, well, real quick, though. The Legend of Localization, mm-hmm, sure. he's already done uh, Clyde uh, Mandolin, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Tomato mm-hmm. or Mado. Or whatever mm-hmm. uh, has been a, does, has done a lot of localization work himself, but has also through Fan Gamer released these hardcover editions of yeah. going through Le- the Legend of Zelda, comparing the Japanese version to the U.S. version, almost dialogue box by dialogue box manuals, advertising materials showing how these were different in different regions mm. and what was localized and what localization is because it's not translation yeah. and every time we get in this argument with people, it just means you don't know what you're talking we, about. That, we did a great huh. show last year with Greg Moore about yeah. the, that. Localization is more than translation. It's yeah, you have to convey an idea. There's author's intent, and then there's also like, well, we don't even have that in English. I don't yeah. even really know how to speak English, but I feel qualified to talk <laughs> yeah. about interpreting a completely but, different language. Yeah, and then so late last year was the Earthbound book, which mm-hmm. is just fucking thick, and mm-hmm. like every every two pages was me going like, wow. Wow! Wow! <laughs> like just some fun anecdote, or like this—that's why this was changed. Yep. Or can you believe this made it through? When considering all and, the other, you know, and they touch on the fact that that game's marketing got caught up in the peak of like early '90s, 90s gross-out for kids shit. Where it's very strange. This game smells. Everything fucking stinks. It's like puke feet. Buy this fucking Buy game. This cute crayon drawing Yoshi yeah. game with an exploding fat man shoving spaghetti mm. into his face. It's yeah. the weirdest commercial for yep. the cutest thing, and completely indicative of the times yeah. that were the, the mid late remember '90s. Commercial. I can't even imagine. I don't, I don't either. But, yeah, I remember the ones this like Nintendo. But the box, right. the box itself is so fucking bizarre. Just a star man with his hands on his hips. Yeah. And, uh, Bing. But, um, no, but the book that comes out this year is Super Mario Brothers. So it'll look, again, it'll be thinner, probably like the Zelda one. But it'll look at. But it's got girth, you know. I mean, it's got length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and like I, I haven't, I haven't read any of the legends. I guess there, there are two. There's now? only two books. Zelda the first and one? Earthbound. Zelda. Zelda. Okay. The first Zelda, which. Again, like you go enemy by enemy, like mm-hmm. oh, in Japan this enemy was called this, and mm-hmm. that means this, and it was a portmanteau of these things. So when they came over, they named it this. Yep. I think this was actually pretty good because if you think of blah 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 in America, we have yank yank yank, and it was like, hey, <laughs> this is fun to read. And yank 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 is very appropriate. Yeah. In America. Well, that's the like likes. They were called yank yanks in Japan. Oh, oh wow. No, no, no. Uh, but so I'm looking forward to that, and then. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you need your doc? I didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. My, oh, there's one more thing <laughs> at the bottom I thought oh we're not going to talk about games well the Nintendo the Nintendo Switch in general I don't know why anytime Nintendo does something releases a new 
console I'm really excited yeah. always and, and I'm, I, if it can do what it says I'm excited but I put one clip in here Did you? specifically for Breath of the Wild ah. um, considering that this was how the game was kind of revealed to us wake up Link dialogue it's just Link floating in Tron precog bath <laughs> like Tron goo with a disembodied like AI voice telling mm -hmm. Link to wake up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of it. But American like, Apparel uh, yeah, with his, shorts. with his nice uh, <laughs> swim shoes. I, I'm and, I, but, like, seems really out there and then immediately juxtaposed with straight-up Zelda 1 nostalgia. For, like, mm -hmm. hey, remember this art of the two mountains in the distance? Mm -hmm. That's straight up in this game. And, like, that image is burned into my brain forever. Hey, remember elaborate crafting systems? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, but those kinds of things always seem kind of optional. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm looking, I don't, I'm looking forward to more Steven Universe because I've never been yeah. so caught up in a show I very much like. And no. there was just some moment where the show's music is very video gamey, and there was a portion where they're outside on a farm, and it, it, I was awash with Zelda vibes, and I'm like, I, I, I'm having a Zelda hankering so bad right now. Yeah. I cannot wait. And is it? It's coming out in June, not in March. Uh, but yeah, the Switch I'm super excited for. Uh, I think by the time this airs, they'll have made a bunch of announcements. Yeah, the 13th. Uh, uh, well, late the late on the yeah. 12th for us, Nintendo has announced. Henry and Bob stuff, will be there, so follow uh, them on uh, H-E-N-R-E-Y on Twitter and Close Bob Servo. Did I, did I get it wrong? H-E-N-R-E-Y-G. I'm sure they'll have some information <laughs> for you because they're going to get the first yeah. hands-on and, uh, and you know video game apocalypse will have a yes. lot of uh, a lot more 2017 anticipatory talk yes. and when the one of the things you want to look forward to <laughs> is bonus time yeah the patreon exclusive podcast uh, that our supporters get at the low cost of just five bucks yeah. patreon.com slash laser time where we will do a follow-up because i'm sure we fucking miss stuff oh yeah, uh, yeah. our, our but listeners yeah. are way more on point literally Tomorrow mm -hmm. in bonus time time, mm -hmm. uh, we'll have an episode where we're, we're reading off your favorite, uh, yes, uh, most anticipated and things of 2017. Probably the same thing for Vigium Apocalypse. I'm just excited to see. I really want to see what Overwatch does. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a live FPS live that long, um, so I'm very curious to see what Overwatch that's, that's does. That's how games work now. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, they, you'd think so, but then they had to make a Destiny 2, even though like I loved parts yeah. of Destiny. You just you'd be done. Well, that's also a problem with on two platforms or was right yeah like anyway yeah. um also i don't think we mentioned it but i think what everyone's up? the same page dunkirk obviously dunkirk for real it's like, gonna be great sorry i looked there was a movie it released the same week and i totally forgot what that was as well <laughs> but yeah dunkirk the latest movie from christopher nolan we've talked about him before he's he got is, the scarecrow it's got bane <laughs> it's got but all my the, favorite he's actors. the only a-list <laughs> he's the only a-list director who can direct a giant expensive prestige high concept piece because warner brothers wants him on the batman so much he was able to make shit like The Prestige and Inception, two of the greatest movies of the last 10... Oh, it's 10 years old. We talked about it in 30, 2010. Mm -hmm. The Prestige turned 10 oh, last yeah, the year. The Prestige is 10 years old. But yeah. Inception, like, nobody be, would be allowed to make a movie like that unless they wanted him in their camp. Mm -hmm. But there's no more Batman, so I'm very yeah. curious. No, can you see me? <laughs> <laughs> now you see me, too. <laughs> too, again. Um, now you also see me, please. <laughs> well, can we do an episode that's about uh, movies that are clearly vanity projects that have been funded by luxury hotels, like Ocean's 12 <laughs> and... <laughs> Now you see me too. Uh, made in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's actually a whole bunch of those. And if you listen to 302010, last night, I cannot wait to talk about. I found the most 90s movie of all time, and it's coming up 
in a few months. You on already 30, watched the long kiss goodnight, so I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like I'm ready to make that article now. The most the most '90s relics of all time. In I mean, I uh, in all seriousness, mm. in all seriousness, I don't know how hackers can not win that. Yeah, uh, that's uh, pretty fair. Yeah, but I guess that is that super late '90s. '95, man, smacking wow, the middle. right shit. there. You Holy get a little shit. of the '80s disappearing <laughs> yep, and a yep. little bit oh. of the '90s. It, it is just like Italian. We just saved ourselves 90 minutes. <laughs> and I watched that. I watched that in a triple feature with Romeo and Juliet, man, and let the '90s wash over. Because hackers has no idea what time period it's set no. in. <laughs> it's all this it crazy hacking shit on floppy drives. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you can't do that. Holy shit, I Omega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like I, the PS One hasn't even launched in America yet, and like that's that's where we are with the nineties at that point. I have been zero cool, and this has been Laser <laughs> Time. Uh, uh, but yeah, tell us your at lasertimepodcast.com in the comments. Tell us what you're looking forward to in 2017, and hopefully. You can help us out, find stuff that we have missed, because this is hardly a thorough list, just at a glance, the stuff we're looking forward to. Uh, yeah, I've done my plugs. Anything you guys want to get out there? Uh, Cheap Popcast Pro Wrestling Podcast, oh! exclusive to uh, Laser Time's Patreon, mm -hmm. patreon.com slash laser time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be talking about the Royal Rumble, and yeah, it's it'll, it'll it's a fun show every mm -hmm. year, because almost everyone, mm -hmm. even people who don't really like wrestling all that much, like Charlie Barrett, like they just show yeah. up and they watch it, and it's like, it's so easy to watch. It's like a music festival. If you're disappointed, yeah. wait ten seconds and yeah. something else will happen. <laughs> Doink too. <laughs> uh, anything grim? Anything for you? Grim? Uh, follow at Suterbread on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Michael Grimm on LinkedIn. If you have a lucrative position uh, that you're looking to fill. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to use your LinkedIn. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, VG Empire, ah. the video game music podcast. We've hosted a few new episodes over the past month, including a 2016 year in review, which is a look at like the soundtracks for Doom and Oxenfree. Uh, Fury with an eye, yeah, uh, and a lot of stuff in that in that realm. Oh and my then, god! And because of thirty twenty ten, we brought up the twentieth anniversary of Soul Blade, yes. the beginning of the Soul Caliber series, Soul slash Soul Edge. We then do a VG Empire about that. Yes, that's and the, then one that's the most we'll, recent one. We'll have a game stream with Michael Grimm on YouTube dot com slash Laser Time to re-explore Soul Blade and what might possibly be the best PlayStation intro of all time. Yes. it's quite uh, good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, VG Empire, some new episodes there. We just had Eco and Shadow the Colossus. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun stuff there. At VG Empire on Twitter. All right. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Tell a friend, like us, subscribe, all that shit. Bye. Bye.